morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast. Currently, thanks, local, world news, and trending. I am your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Saturday, May 1st at 9 a.m. The Premier of Ontario doesn't seem to get it. Is he losing it? Is he losing his credibility? Come on the show. I'll give you my opinion. Thank you for joining me. gentlemen thank you for joining me this morning here we are another week gone by saturday it's the weekend not much going on around here in ontario because of all the lockdowns shutdowns closures but anyways you know it's challenging it's really tough on all of us Mentally, physically, financially. I hope everybody has has tried to have, you know, a good week and coming in here into the weekend. And as you uh, may or may not know, um, here in Ontario, the the, uh, uh, premier, uh, his party had passed this um, sick pay and as I mentioned before, critics alike, healthcare professionals, businesses, saying it doesn't go far enough. Doug Ford defends this. Now, I guess, you know, $200 a day for three days is better than that we had before because there was nothing. And the premier was going to do nothing about sick pay. Now, they're talking about that the effect of sick pay as it, as it is beginning immediately, and it should be lasting for essentially two work weeks, so so 10 days. Now, you know, Doug Ford, you know, he has this science table that sits in on their meetings and um, going over everything of the cases and where they're spreading and how they're getting in there into the workplaces. You know, everybody has their own general idea on how that's taken place. Now, Premier Doug Ford says that um, while he appreciates the science table, he also listens to advice from other medical advisors in Ontario Chief Medical Officer, which he does. Thank you for joining me this morning. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. I hope that you had a Uh, a good week. 
Now here across Ontario, um, if you haven't heard uh, what's going on here in, uh, in this province of Canada, um, that we are in a, a, uh, a lockdown, shutdown, stay-at-home orders, um, state of emergency. And just recently, our government here in Ontario passed a sick pay benefit, which people have been calling for on the onset of this pandemic and well into the year now of this pandemic where the, where the Ontario government had just refused, you know, not to implement a, a sick leave program. He didn't want to overstep any boundaries or have any overlapping of the federal benefits that the federal government has for Canadians as well. But our cases fluctuated. They're always going up and down. They're all over the place. Hot spots, you know, mostly in the greater Toronto area. And it's always been that way. And three-day sick pay, as I say, critics alike, businesses, other parties, says it doesn't go far enough. Little too late too soon, or, or just too late altogether. You know, because right now, you know, we've had other nurses and doctors from other provinces coming into Ontario to help. We have our military personnel, specially trained military personnel who can come into the hospitals and work in the ICUs. And people are calling, you know, this the sick uh, benefit, you know, it's a real shame. Now, you know, Doug Ford, I mean, he's been faltering lately. I don't know what's going on in the man's head. Our reopening acts that we have been doing for the past year and being in our third lockdown hasn't been working. We're right in my in my own personal opinion, we were not doing enough to put the flames out. Modeling showed it that if nothing more was going to be done and more uh, stringent measures being put into place as, as the top doctors were always calling for, we would end up in a third wave. With the reopening act of, of um, opening up economies in different regions of Ontario, being more strict in other regions and less strict in, in, in other parts of, of the province, keeping the greater Toronto area in the gray lockdown because they've carried the most case counts of COVID-19 wasn't working. 
people just who are in the stricter areas would just travel to the less restrictive areas. Workplace outbreaks was the biggest, was one of the biggest things going on here. They know low wage earners have to make a choice of coming into work sick or not coming in at all, not getting a paycheck. And we've called on this government here in Ontario months on end to get a sick pay program in this province so they didn't have to worry about coming into work and losing a paycheck. Now, the other thing is, you know, he he's calling on the federal government to put more restrictions on our land borders. Canadians coming back from where, wherever they went over the winter months, you know, not listening to the travel advisories anyhow, have found loopholes on, on how that they do not have to self-isolate in the federal mandated hotels as people who are flying back into this country have to self-isolate in a mandated hotel for three days. Whereas people, Canadians, they would just fly to the American borders and they would either just walk across the border or they would taxi across the border and the mandated rules of self-isolating in a hotel no longer applies. Doug Ford is trying to get that stopped. Other people are saying it's not fair that, you know, Canadians can just walk back across the border without any, without any repercussions or have to self-isolate, whereas air travelers do. Now, Doug Ford even goes as far as saying that the land border crossings is what's caused these increases in cases, which is not the case, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, it's just another excuse from this Ontario government. The cases, the, the, the new variants obviously come from other countries. But it was all already proven that it came by travelers traveling by air. The variants from the United Kingdom, South Africa, Brazil. People flying from those countries into Canada has brought those variants into Canada. Not people taking a taxi across the border from the United States into Canada and not people who just decided that, you know, they'll fly into Detroit, they'll taxi to the border or wherever border they're going to cross, walk across the border. They're not bringing the variants in here. 
That is not the case whatsoever. So I don't even know where he gets this off the top of his head that they're driving the variants into this country at the land borders. I mean, it was been it's been nothing but it's been nothing but a struggle to get this government to do something. Now, like I said, I guess three day sick pay is better than nothing because there was nothing before that here in Ontario. So Doug Ford blames the travel for workplace outbreaks. Right. So he says hundreds and hundreds of people are trying to buck the system and walk across the border and they don't have to quarantine. You can't have two sets of rules. Well, you really can't have two sets of rules. I mean, people find loopholes in just about anything. So, like I said, he so he's saying that, you know, that these are causing all the workplace outbreaks by people just walking across the border. Canadians coming back into Canada are causing these outbreaks in the workplaces. When the outbreaks in the workplaces were here long before people decided that they were just going to just Canadians walk across the land borders long before, before Christmas last year, these, these new variants started coming into the country. People weren't using the land borders to walk across the border at that time. So where Doug Ford gets his information from, I have no idea. We need a lot of changes here to make things happen. Now, being that this is May the 1st, 19 more days from now is the official long weekend that kicks off all our fun and adventures of the summertime, being able to go to the cottages, boating, fishing, going to the beach if it's a nice weekend, which I can't see happening. Case counts are still around 3,500 a day here in Ontario. Golf courses, other outdoor amenities are shuttered. We just recently had a golf course, you know, they opened up in defiance of shutting down golf courses. And they have been fined. And you know, even the doctors that sit on the science table and uh, doctors, you know, who are even working in the ICUs, 
are calling on the Canadian, the, the Ontario government to open up these outdoor amenities because they're not driving this pandemic. Over 20 million rounds of golf has been played in the last year here in Ontario. And not one single case came from the golf course. Not one single case came from the driving range. Not a single one. Contact tracing is, is one of the tools that, you know, we're using here. So we would know if there were any cases coming from golf courses. Doug Ford said he's always, always, you know, concerned about people's mental health, their physical health. We can't even people on a nice day. It's not, it's going to be a pretty nice day today. I mean, people can't even go to a tennis court and play tennis. I mean, how further do you have to be apart? Same with golf courses. How further do you, can you be apart and then be able to do a safe outdoor activity instead of driving us into our homes? and closing these amenities. Yes, we can go for a bike ride. Yes, we can go walk, we can go for a run. But you still need that other outlet. I mean, we play 20 million rounds of golf in a year. I mean, that's a lot of people golfing. We have hundreds and hundreds of golf courses across Ontario. You know, the government even went as far in this initial third lockdown, giving the police, you know, these special powers to stop anybody on the street, stop any vehicle, which didn't fly, by the way. The police departments were not going to be doing that. What they were going to be doing was focusing on large gathering parties, you know, people, you know, breaking the rules. Not just going to stop you randomly walking down the sidewalk, stop you randomly, randomly driving your car, asking where you're going, why you left your house. That was just one of the most ridiculous things that I ever heard of in my life. Closed the children's playgrounds, but then the next day reopened them. But no adult playgrounds available. Now, a lot of people have their mixed feelings about that. Some say, yes, they should be shut down and vice versa. 
And this little article here was just done yesterday, April the 30th. You know, the experts out there are joining chorus demanding Ontario to let Ontario people enjoy some outdoor activities. You know, so far, Doug Ford, our premier, is not budging on this. Thousands and thousands of names have signed a petition demanding that the province roll back COVID-19 restrictions on outdoor activities, including boating. As even top scientists say, the government is going overboard. No pun intended, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, the Great Lakes right now are probably not really good to get on right now. I mean, the probably waves are still pretty high. We've had, you know, the last week and couple of weeks, you know, we just had, you know, lousy weather. But as the weather is getting nicer, people will want to get on their boats and why not? How much more of a safety, you know, safer activity is that? taking your family for a boat ride. You know, you're not getting on your on your big yachts and going out partying out on the lake. You're taking your family for a boat ride. You know, people are just mystified about that. You know, same thing last year, last spring. You know, as we start to open things up and you know, um, we're, we, you know, we were at the same time, you know, it was going to be iffy whether, you know, cottage country will be able to open up and people will be able to go, you know, to their cottage. Well, here we are again. You know, whether people are going to be able to go boating or whether people are going to go to their cottage. You know, and, and the and the um, top doctors, you know, saying it's frustrating. It's safe out, you know, to have some safe outdoor activities. Now, I understand we have this huge outbreak. We do. I get it. We want to control it. We don't want it to just get right out of control like it has in so many parts of the world. We don't want to see that. Now, when you have top doctors saying that, you know, people need to just to get outdoor to do safe things in which in which we did we you know majority the majority of canadians across this country have been doing the right things following following the uh the restrictions and 
you know, the other part not. I mean, they're, you know, having parties and, and having these rallies and just causing a lot of problems. We still see today people not wanting to wear masks in public places or public buildings. But the majority of, of, of us are following the rules. Yes, you can go to your garden center. Yes, you can go to your, your big box store to buy groceries. Can't buy anything else unless you order it online for curbside pickup. You know, to limit the, the, the uh, capacity of indoor shopping. Even though our premier couple weeks came out on national TV apologizing to the people of Ontario. But other restrictions still remained. You know, they required a person not to use any outdoor recreational amenities, including baseball diamonds. Well, we have, you know, I even think last year people really played a lot of baseball. Soccer fields, Frisbee, golf locations, tennis, platform tennis, table tennis, pickleball courts, basketball courts, the skate parks. You know, all these, you know, they even went as far as um, taking down the netting, the, the uh, nettings at these basketball courts, chaining up the hoops. It's not like people got together and, and had, you know, 10 people playing basketball all at one time, you know, soccer fields. You know, if you just went out, just kicked the ball around with a couple friends, I mean, what was wrong with that? Our marinas for the boatings, they're, they're allowed to open for, for um, service. You gotta need to get your watercraft serviced. Or if you're gonna buy a watercraft, it's by appointment only. But not allowed any recreational boating as of yet. Now, one of our doctors here, you know, in the outdoor settings, you know, the transmission of COVID-19 in an outdoor setting is extremely rare, but it's not zero. Now I'm talking about being responsible outdoor settings, not these anti-mask rallies or any sort of huge rally. I'm not talking about that. doing safe outdoor activities. 
And of course, he stressed on the importance of social distance, wear a mask while outside, avoiding crowds. So the problem is when you you know you close the you close these things and you drive these people indoors. You might feel better about the risk of transmission is much you know the much is much higher of indoors than it is outdoors. If you're being outdoors and you're being responsible of being outdoors. You know, he says that large, largely people getting sick from indoor environments like factories and warehouses. And that's the case. You know, workplace outbreaks. You know, and, and then that's why they were calling on the government to have some sort of sick pay program here in Ontario. Which, by the way, Doug Ford, when he became premier in 2018, the previous government had put in place sick pay. And this government coming in in 2018, put it on the chopping blocks. Oh, but Doug Ford said, you know, a couple of weeks ago, while he was crying in front of national television, that would that the sick benefit that they're working on was going to be the best in North America. Three day sick pay, up to two hundred dollars. Wow. Right now, other, no other province in Ontario has implemented a, a sick pay yet, but they're working on it. Maybe it's the best in Canada right now, but that's, I don't think that's the best in North America. But we had to fight for it. I mean, literally, we had to really fight for it you know, to get him to budge, to get some sort of sick pay program in this province. Now I'm interested in to see, you know, you know, how much, you know, these cases are gonna start dropping and what sort of ideas are gonna come up for you know, for reopening. Our color code reopening act, you know, the green, yellow, orange, red, the gray lockdown and things like that weren't working. Because you can't have different regions being less restrictive than the other ones. People move about. If they're going to keep this sort of reopening plan 
then they need to keep all regions in the same restrictive color. Nobody's less restrictive than anybody. Keep people in their zones and there'd be no need to travel to other areas because they have left less restrictions. Our top doctor in this country says that, you know, 75% of adults will have to be, you know, vaccinated to safely reopen at the start of summer or the end of June. The 75% of adults would have to be vaccinated. That'd be that'd be like 32 million people. They have a population of 37. So anybody under 16, so 16 and up. So 32 million people would have to be vaccinated in order to have a safe reopening. We're not quite there. Yes, we're getting more vaccines coming in this week and in coming weeks ahead, you know, but I still don't think it's going to be enough to even start opening up things on the 2-4 weekend. Thank you for joining me, the people coming on here. I did see you come on here, but I was talking away, but thank you for joining me. Now, I don't know what, you know, what we should be, you know, really what we should be um, really doing here, you know, because the government here in Ontario just, you know, he, he, he only wants to hear what he wants to hear and only do what he wants to do. When you have an advisory table and you have a science table and back a couple weeks where he come up with these rules to give police these extra powers and shut down the children's playgrounds and all those things, people are going to quit the science table. And these are top doctors on the science. They were just they they were just at their wits' end. You can't come out and say that you are, you know, you want you you want to protect the mental health of individuals. And then take away safe activities that, that help our mental health. You can't have it both ways.
you know, Doug Ford here in Ontario, I mean, he knows he he's slipping. Apologies only go so far. You can't keep apologizing and say, you know, we're sorry, we keep making mistakes. We're sorry, we're sorry, we're sorry. Sorry just goes in one ear and out the other after a while. Because he keeps making the same mistakes. I want to see a better reopening plan. Our top doctor here in the country said, if we didn't keep the restrictions longer, we would see more cases. And that's proven to be the case to see more cases. And that's what's happened. Opening too soon. If we were open too soon and too fast, we would see in an increase in cases. Should we have stayed in lockdowns longer? I mean, they said that we would have a long, dark winter. And we did. And then to be able to, you know, open up, have, you know, you can get your organized sports back, you know, play a game of pickup hockey. All that stuff was working. All the safety protocols they put in place in order for that to happen. The same with any other safe outdoor activity that we that we were doing, you know, when when spring came along, we had some pretty nice weather. And none of these safe activities are playing any factor are not playing any factor in any of these increases of cases. Indoor workplace outbreaks. We just recently, two weeks ago, had a food processing plant here in the city of London, Ontario. 82 workers tested positive for COVID-19 in a food processing plant here in the city of London. Amazon, second for the second time, in Brampton and in Bolton, they end up in a partial shutdown because they had more cases. Their first shutdown, they had over 600 cases of COVID in Amazon in the Brampton region. Now the rules go like this, any companies that have five or more cases or either will either have a partial shutdown or a full shutdown, I guess, depending on 
the type of business and where in that business did these outbreaks happen? Would it affect other shifts? Now, being a driver myself, I go to the greater Toronto area. And at 12 o'clock in the middle of the afternoon, as I'm driving on the highways or on the city streets with the transport, I ask myself, did not people not understand that we have stay at home orders? go up for essential things. The greater Toronto area doesn't even look like there's any rules there. How can you have a backup of traffic in the middle of the day on the highways? Our first initial lockdown, you know, back in uh, 2020, you could fire a cannon down the highway and hit nothing. Today, if you did that, you'd hit everything. I can't understand where people are traveling to on the highways. The whole province of Ontario is in lockdown, shutdown, stay at home orders. Where are you going? on the highways. I understand on the city streets, you're going to the grocery store, you're going to the pharmacy, but none of those places exist on the highways in the middle of the day. Toronto, Mississauga, Brampton, the York region, it's all in the greater Toronto area, is the hotspot. That's why the military is coming in with their specialized doctors and nursing. And other nurses are coming from other regions here in Canada into the greater Toronto area to help douse the flames because with our reopening acts, opening, closing, opening, closing, you can't pour water on a gasoline fire. And that is my opinion on how the Ontario government has been handling this. Throwing water on a gasoline fire. Not gonna, it's not gonna go out. It's just gonna spread. And that's what it's been doing. So here we are again, third time around. And if we keep doing the things and not changing any of the, of the reopening we will probably find ourselves 
in a fourth wave. which we want to avoid at all costs, at all costs. We want to avoid this third wave at all costs. Why should we had to argue with the government until we were blue in the face to get some sort of sick pay? We should not even had to have done that. He should have implemented it last year, but he didn't. And they were calling on that, but still the Ontario government did nothing. It's okay, we got it. It's okay, we got it. Don't blame you know, other areas of where he thinks these transmissions are coming from when they're not. It's not the land borders driving these variants. These variants were here long before people coming, walking across their borders, Canadians coming home because they going to avoid the quarantine rules. These variants were here last year. And it's given the chance for the variants to spread on because of the reopening act, not having a sick, a sick pay program. So people would just stay home. They'll have to worry about their job. Don't have to worry about putting food on the table. Doug Ford would just leave it up to the federal government. Blame the federal government for it all. Just blame it. Put all the blame on the federal government. You know, which people do, by the way. You know, because of this rollout of our of our vaccines here across Canada. Somehow it's the prime minister's fault that we're not getting enough vaccines coming into Canada and getting into the arms of Canadians. And you went when you have Pfizer, you know, saying that, oh, we need to update a, a facility in Europe. That's going to slow down the vaccine process, but blame it on the federal government. It's the federal government government's fault that Pfizer had to upgrade a facility, a facility in Europe. How does that even work? Moderna also something goes array. Instead of getting a million doses of Moderna, we'll get say 500,000 doses because something is amiss. But we'll blame the federal government for that. How does the federal government have control over 
the pharmaceuticals when there's an issue? How do they even have control over that? I get it, people are frustrated, we all are. You know, we want to get this vaccine campaign rolled out and get it going, stuff like that. But you know what? The whole world needs the vaccine. Not just Canada, not just the United States, not just Europe, the entire world. So we can't blame, you really can't blame the government for the setbacks that these pharmaceuticals are having. We can turn around and blame the government saying, why didn't we have vaccines being made right here in Canada? Every government that's taken office has had every opportunity, but no, we'll just buy it. We'll just buy it from somewhere else. No problem. You know, no one saw a pandemic coming. We always had plenty of vaccines for the flu, but nobody saw a pandemic coming. I guess, you know, it's, it's, you know, you know, when I, when I, when I was a kid and I was in, in, in scouts, you know, the motto was be prepared. Be prepared. I guess it'd be a lesson learned when this is all over with for Canada. Will they start making vaccines here in this country? They're looking into it. Be prepared for any natural disaster or anything that could happen in this world. In our, in our, in our nursing homes here in Ontario, it's funny when something happens And it's just becomes disastrous as it did. And it just opens up a whole cans, a whole can of worms. And the destruction that this pandemic has caused, this virus that has caused on our on our our nursing homes would just make you cry. And it's not just this, this, this pandemic, how people are treated in our nursing homes as well. They were looking into, and it becomes really disturbing. Privately owned nursing homes. You know, I think it's time that the government turns around and has it that it is government owned. And not privately owned because privately owned means profit 
for individuals. Not putting the measures and safety protocols into these places. Not having the properly trained staff. We saw what happened here in Ontario and all on Ontario and the rest of Canada, seeing how it happened, how it all unfolded. That's why I say, even with this reopening act that we have here in Ontario, they need to take a long, good, hard look at it because if we just keep following that same one, we could potentially go into a fourth wave. And we're not out of the third wave. Far from it. I said last, I think I said last weekend, I said, you know, take a good, long, hard look at your backyard. Because that's where you're going to be spending it on the two, four weekend. We need to be well under 500 cases on a daily basis in order for that to happen. Because I'm telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, you know, 36 to 4,000 cases per day. And if that continues, you know, find some new activities to do with the kids. Schools are shuttered, they're shut, they're done. Schools will more than likely will not be returning to in class this school year. Online learning will continue right to the right to the end of the year of the school year. Hopefully things are better for them next year. Next fall, I really do. Because kids need that. Kids need that in, in class. They they need that connection. They need to have that connection with the teacher. They need to have that connection with their with their friends. And all the struggles and 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 trials and tribulations that's been going on with this, you know, online learning. Yeah, we've gotten a little bit better at it, but you know, it, it's still taking its toll on the younger kids, teenagers alike, some, you know, everybody's struggling with something. So I say to our Ontario government here, you know, you really need to open up your eyes and you really need to listen. And that's listening to the science table, that's listening to the top doctors and not just assuming that all these workplace outbreaks are caused by these loopholes people found at, at the land borders, Canadians found at the land borders and bringing these variants into the country because that is not the case. 
But like I said, these variants were here last year and none of this people were, were walking across the border into Canada out of the United States. So Doug Ford, you really need to give your head a shake. Thank you for joining me, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate you coming out here on this Saturday morning and take the take the time out of out of your your morning. I appreciate that. And I will be back out tomorrow morning again at um, at nine a.m. and uh, we'll look at you know what's more being said um, from these. Uh, our top doctors on our outdoor safe activities. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Doug from London, Ontario, Canada. Take care and be safe and thank you.